All right, you, <laughs> you sick little murder road trip fiends. <laughs> I thought you were going to say murder rodents. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, you little murder rodents. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> we still haven't gotten our intro. All right, where are we? going this week we're still in georgia still in georgia okay we we're doing a little haunted savannah Ooh, haunted savannah okay we're pulling over to the side of the road and we're just chilling in georgia once again i am still very happy with my stay here in georgia (laughs) i figured i mean after the no hands i thought after (laughs) i did have a really good time Yeah, so we're going to be in Savannah, and I went there in 2017. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I don't know. <laughs> On, like, we did, a, we did a sister trip. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it was really fun. Um, it was right before I turned 21, so I wasn't 21 yet, but I got to watch my sisters drink alcohol. <laughs> Which is almost just as good. <laughs> Which is almost just as entertaining. <laughs> Uh, and we actually did a ghost tour, which was really cool. Um, we did it in the square, the Madison Square. The square. The square, which is actually the house that I'm going to be talking about. It's in there. Uh, it's in Ooh, Ma- Madison okay. Square. So I okay. did get to see the house. I didn't get to go inside. And I was really upset about it, but whatever. Um, but you said you didn't get to see I the house. I didn't get to. I saw uh, it from the You outside. didn't go in. I didn't get to go in. That's annoying. I know I was super bummed. <laughs> Docking points from that trip. Period. Um, so we're just gonna start off with <laughs> a cute little history lesson about Savannah. <gasps> Classes in session. <laughs> the rulers. <laughs> it was settled in at 1733 by 120 people. And just a cute little fun fact about Georgia is it was named after King George II. I did not know that. Me neither. Um, That's why it's a fun fact, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. And uh, Savannah was the first settled city in Georgia. Ooh, okay. I did not know that. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's also known as America's first planned city, which means it was laid out prior to being completed. So they literally had a, a blueprint for it. They made like public parks, um, parks that served at town meeting spots and they had business centers. And out of the 24 original squares, 22 are still there today. Oh, that's cool. It's really old. Um, and then <laughs> 1778 to 1782, Savannah was under British control. Uh, the Americans tried to take it back, or I should say colonists, whoever, um, tried to take it back in 1779, but failed, and a lot of people died. Yikes. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> in 1796 and 1820, there were two enormous fires. A lot of people died. Um, in 1820, about a tenth of its population was knocked out by yellow fever. Bro. A lot of people died. A lot of people died, folks. <laughs> uh, and then enter the Civil War, and it was captured 
in quotes. I put in quotes. Okay. By uh, General William Sherman, who said it was, quote, too pretty to destroy, end quote. <laughs> then he sent. A- <laughs> I need a minute with that one. <laughs> I don't know why people in the 1800s are so funny. That, no, like that. <laughs> quote too pretty to destroy like <laughs> what a gentleman i know right <laughs> so nice of him to not blow up this city because it was pretty sounds a little gay if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> oh can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> said allegations we're gonna have to ask general sherman himself period where i need to know i already know though so (laughs) it's just one of those things and general sherman then sent a famous telegram to president abe lincoln on december 22nd 1864 offering the city to him as a present what (laughs) literally as a gift um why did he capture quote unquote capture it in the first place like what was the point uh, because he was a Union soldier. He was mm. a, a Union general. Oops, yeah, I forgot. We're <laughs> you were talking about the war, so someone's not paying attention to this history lesson, and I'm about to give them an F. Listen, I just woke up, so <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know why it was gifted to him. Did President Lincoln accept this? wonderful gift so thoughtful i'm guessing mr sherman and lincoln were lovers (laughs) jot that down (laughs) i can neither confirm nor deny that statement i just why hasn't anyone gifted me a city i want a city yeah can you find them on amazon prime two-day shipping (laughs) i'm on it (laughs) (laughs) cool um so post-civil war kind of sucked because (laughs) the entire south was left in ruins you know (laughs) (laughs) but the freed slaves of savannah uh they actually rebuilt the community and they rebuilt it with churches schools cotton farms and it became one of the most historically significant african-american cities in all of the u.s Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that cool? They're like, we'll just do it ourselves. Pure facts. <laughs> and they did it wonderfully. And it's actually still really, really pretty. It kind of had like a like a New Orleans type feel. Like the b- buildings okay. were kind okay. of like, and there was like a lot of Spanish moss. And like, it's just, it's actually really, really pr- pretty. It sounds really pretty. So like I said, so uh, Savannah is apparently one of the most haunted cities in uh, the United States, as is every city. I feel like they're like, this is the most haunted city in the United <laughs> States. And it's like every single city. So <laughs> whatever. Um, the building that I will be talking about is called the Sorrel Louis House. What? <laughs> I'll do it again. <clears throat> it is called... The Sorrel Weed House. Ah, yes. The Sorrel Weed House. (laughs) Thank you. All right. All right. So the Sorrel Weed House, um, it's humongous. It is more than 15,000 square feet. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Yikes. <laughs> and the construction uh, for the home started somewhere in the 1830s and it was completed by 1840. Nice little 10-year journey. Um, and just a fun fact, it was built on Madison Square, like I said earlier, and that was the site of a battle during the Civil War known as the Siege of Savannah. Um, it's either the Civil War or the Revolutionary War. I read both, so I'm sorry. But anyway, either, <laughs> either way, some battle happened there during one of the wars. And to bury the dead, the soldiers simply dug trenches and just threw the dead in there. So the house was technically built on a giant mass grave. So we're off to a really great start. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they said after That's... the battle was complete, they did try to exhume all the bodies, but I don't think they got them all. How could you? <laughs> like, That's very true. Like, I feel like I just feel like it's not like anyone was keeping count of the <laughs> phalanges. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> triggered <laughs> <laughs> so uh the house was built for francis sorel who was a super rich dude uh who was born to a french nobleman and a haitian woman and mm. he was originally from haiti oh interesting okay i know it's bit yeah i was quite taken back when i heard that i was like okay so this is still during the 1800s and during that time period um it was super common for these <laughs> kitty. It's super common for kitty to be the center of attention. Um, it was super common for these rich people to build these extravagant houses and have like those really big parties with the huge poofy dresses and yeah, the whole nine. Literally, <laughs> like it's like Bridgerton except with poofy dresses <laughs> and probably less hot men. Probably. It's hard to beat that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, so many thoughts. So uh, he owned a <laughs> plantation and um, he also owned, opened, not, I guess he owned and opened a shipping company in Savannah <laughs> where they ship different goods. Uh, Francis Sorrell got married to a woman named Lucinda and she was 17 at the time. He was old, uh, but five <laughs> years late. <laughs> But five years and a few kids later, Lucinda died from yellow fever. Aww. Sad, I know. Yeah. Rip. Um, and then he decided to remarry and he got married to Lucinda's younger sister, Matilda. As one does, <laughs> apparently. Uh, I mean, wasn't that like the noble thing to do or something? Oh wait, no. I feel like that no. was like if your <laughs> if your brother died, you like took care of his wife or something. Not married your dead wife's little sister. I got yeah. Confused. I think it was. It's the thing where like if your brother is married and he dies, you take care of the wife and the kid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It, yeah, ignore that gross little <laughs> arrangement with mar <laughs> not marrying the younger sister. Okay, I'm caught up. I'm back. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so um, apparently to the public, they had a really great marriage. They ended up having eight kids to, 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 together, but only oh five my... survived. Aww. It's okay. They got five out of eight. What? That's... <laughs> That's more than 
<laughs> you know what? It's true. It's straight facts. I'm math, not so. lying about that. Um, so like I said, um, three children died. So some of the apparent ghosts are the ghosts of the children, which okay. really freak me out because yeah. I hate anything to do. No, Stop literally. yawning. I literally told you I just woke up. <laughs> But not everything was as it seemed. So hold dun, on, dun, dun. adjust myself. I'm like falling into the crack of my bed. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> okay, like I said, not everything was as it seemed. <laughs> so since Francis did own a plantation, there were some enslaved people on their property, um, about nine to 15 of them. Um, who lived on the pro- property with the family at the Sorrel Weed House. And okay. um, Francis was having an, quote, alleged affair with one of the enslaved women named Molly. Okay. And I say that in quotes because we don't know if it was consensual. Oh, okay. Just based on the time period based kind of on stuff. Yeah. women's roles in ge- general yeah all w- women and she was also enslaved so we don't know for sure but yeah there's speculation there were... it was not consensual and it Oof. was pretty forced okay. upon her oh okay um which is just horrible in itself um yeah so her name was molly and he even gave molly her own room in the house well it wasn't in the house it was actually called the carriage house Okay. So it's just like a separate building, acro- like right across from the main home. Okay. Um, and that's where the slaves lived, and she had her own room in there. Which makes this even more awful is that Molly was Matilda's like maid, quote unquote. Um, which okay. back in the day that would mean that like Molly was with her, or but yeah, Molly was with Matilda all the time. Right. Type deal because they did have those. I don't even know what the right term is for those women. Is it like a. It's not a handmaid, is it? I I have no idea. Or like a bedchamber maid. Something. Yeah. Something. I know. Something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it was very common back then for like. Women of high status to have. One like, other woman with them all the time i don't yeah, know no i know i know what you mean yeah i think people will get what i'm saying so if matilda ever needed anything molly was the one who would help her so they were together all the time matilda found out and she found out by walking in on her husband francis and molly of course yikes yeah and matilda was so hurt and betrayed by this she decided to jump off the second or third floor balcony and she jumped off head first and she died in the courtyard of the home that is not what i was expecting like when you first started saying oh, like, really? she was so upset yeah i thought you were gonna say she like left and i was gonna be like yes girl good for you and I you mean, said she, she left forever actually <laughs> she was like nah she hopped right out of there um 
That is so sad. <laughs> it's really sad. That's really um, sad. But there are like, so I read two conflicting stories about this because apparently the family, when this happened, they were moving out of the house. So there's like conflicting stories of if her um, death happened in the Sorrel Weed house or if it happened in the house they were moving to, which is like right across the street. Oh, okay. But either way, there are definitely like records of Matilda dying from falling off a balcony. So either way, we do know she did end up doing that. Yeah. And then to make matters even worse, mysteriously, two weeks later, Molly was found in her room from an apparent suicide by hanging. Now, like I said before about the whole, this affair might have not been consensual. When Matilda died and did that, some historians and other people speculate that Francis could have convinced Molly to commit suicide or basically did it for her. Yeah. Which to me makes sense in my head. I no, like given the times and given the circumstances, it seems likely that he either like convinced her to do it or was like, this is all your fault. And like, you need, probably, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like a justice thing. Like she like died because of, of you. Like, yeah. Oh, you, she found out because of you, because you did this and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, like I said, like Molly and Matilda were very close. Right. Also, which is why I also feel like it wasn't consensual. Probably. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's just the vibe I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting. The vibe but that I'm would getting. also, since they were so close, it would, could also be likely that she was like so upset that she found out or actually mm-hmm. She was so upset that she saw it one because it wasn't consensual, so she like didn't want any part in with it to begin yeah, with. Yeah, she like probably felt really ashamed. Like, oh my, yeah, like, yeah, like this isn't my fault. Like, I obviously don't want to be in this position, but but like here I am because your do? disgusting old husband can't control himself. Gross. Okay, so that whole thing happened. Um, and then the family moved out for sure in the 1860s. And then a man named Henry Weed brought the property and it remained um, in the Weed family until 1914. And that's how they got the um, hyphenated name Sorrel Weed House. Mm, okay, that makes sense. And then in the 1940s, I think, please don't quote me on that. It became in a historical building in Savannah. So you can't knock it down, which okay. is really cool. I always think those are really cool when they like do that. Yeah, where they're like this must stay. They like preserve history because I think that's important. All right. So the ghosty wosties. (laughs) The ghosty wosties that are more than likely to reside in the home are Matilda and Molly, like I said, uh, just because their deaths were so sudden and so violent. um, And the evidence that paranormal investigators have led them to believe that they are still residing in the home either as residual hauntings which is i don't know if i if i explained this in cecil or not maybe i can't remember um a residual haunting is uh, in the great hall slash the parlor 
which is what millennials call the living room, I guess. Um, there are sounds of a party happening. Uh, people, mostly people who work at the house and are there a lot will hear laughing, glasses clinking, like someone giving a toast. They'll hear music. And this is all happening when there are no parties or anything. <laughs> so they're just like, that's just, I'm so, Klaus is like moving in its crate. It's like bumping everything. So if you hear things shaking, do I need to repeat that? No, but I was just going to ask if your computer was on Klaus's crate because you're like vibrating and like. <laughs> yeah. He like, I guess he's not too happy that I'm recording right now. Um, yeah. And then they'll smell cigar smoke. Um, and people will regularly take pictures and there will be people in period clothing just popping up in their pictures. <laughs> hey, <and> besties. <laughs> insert Shan sending Troy some pictures right now. Ooh, okay. My favorite mm-hmm. part of the show. I don't know if you're going to see it right, right away. <gasps> Do you see her? I did. I literally, right when you said you're not going to see it right away, I was like, yeah, I'm still looking. Uh, <laughs> and then there she is. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> um, and like, you can see she's like wearing, it looks like some sort of dress in it. And then definitely the bottom not one, from this time period. Too. The bottom one's also pyramid period. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom one's also alarming. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> did you see it? Yeah, I think. What am I supposed to be looking at? The circle? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the other photo. <laughs> oh, did you? See? Well, the other one has the black top hat man. You're literally like, um, the thing that's <laughs> circled in red is what you're supposed to be looking at? <laughs> that looks like a dude from the 1800s. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like him. Me neither. He's really, I just don't like how he's standing in the corner, just kind of staring at everyone. he's just having a good time he honestly looks like he's enjoying himself thoroughly and the other one is just a shadow figure who the apparition's like kind of performing and then it like decided not to i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be honest it's not my favorite it's not for me um yeah so there's also a group of women in the parlor um, and they can be seen in period clothing and they'll just be sitting there and they'll be sitting there like while people are on tours, you'll be on a tour and there'll be these women sitting in the parlor. And most of the time um, from what the tour guides say is they're talking about the people on tour. <laughs> like they're confused as to why these people are walking through their house interesting that would be us as ghosts i think we would be the ladies in the parlor why is everyone in our house period dressed in these weird clothing no honestly can you imagine if someone from the 1800s saw how we dress today honestly (laughs) i feel like it'd be really really fun fat like uh, like they would be like so disgusted they'd be like um (laughs) they'd be like what is that called and i'd be like it's called a crop top and they'd be like what (laughs) not to mention they would think we were all poor because like imagine like the quality and like the dresses that they used to like dress up in and like the extent to at which they like would go to pay for like these expensive fabrics and things and then we're like going to walmart and buying a hanes t-shirt that you can see through because it's so cheap like (laughs) yeah no uh, yeah i mean 
whatever they can judge me period then, they're the ones that are dead so uh, yeah <laughs> like i that. made it longer than you did <laughs> at least i'm not dead <laughs> us dies tomorrow <laughs> at least yellow fever didn't take me out <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna get haunted um, now so uh, i'm excited I'm, for that i'm already haunted it's fine i'm Close. already used to it ish another time another day another story <laughs> um buzzfeed unsolved have you heard of them yes i haven't like watched anything of them but i know what it is ryan and shane i don't know their last names but shout out to them you guys are super funny um so they captured a voice upstairs and footsteps hmm. along with a dog bark hmm. and the weird part is that during their investigation the upstairs was actually condemned so no one was allowed up up there and no one could get up there so very very suspicious so it's very suspicious but then again like maybe it was a hobo <laughs> That is always an option. No, no, I don't. <laughs> it could have been, especially like with the dog too. Um, Ghost Adventures did the spirit box in this room, and we all know the spirit box is the. <laughs> I'm literally annoyed just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Zach is an idiot, and he asked Matilda. <laughs> He said, how did Matilda die? And it said hanging. But Matilda didn't die by hanging. Or did she? <laughs> no, no, no. County records clearly state that she did not die from hanging. Um, good try, Troy. Or was it a cover up? <laughs> <laughs> and then two other female spirits can be heard saying, saying, get him. And the other one says, I can't. <laughs> Uh, and then Zach asked them, uh, what will happen in the basement? Uh, and then they hear the word basement, except it didn't come from the spirit box. It came from somewhere else in the room. This is why I don't watch this show with you anymore. <laughs> I'm so sad you didn't watch this one because it would have been so much better if you did. <laughs> okay. Now we can watch the next one. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, sure, Troy. Sure. Uh -huh. uh, and now we're in the carriage house. This is also known as the slave quarters. Um, this is where Molly's room would have been, along with the other enslaved people. People who visit um, say they walk in and immediately feel extremely depressed, drained. Uh, they have feelings of heaviness, which, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> hello, where, whatever. Um, footsteps can be heard. Um, a lot of times people on tour will hear them behind them. Mm. So you'll be the last person in line in the tour and you'll be walking away and you'll hear someone walking behind you. Hate that. Klaus also <laughs> hates that. It's probably just Klaus. Um, <laughs> this is where they captured a famous EVP and I'm going to play that for you right now, Troy. Oh, excited? wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> What is it? The voice. It's someone saying, um, help. Oh my God, help. That one, like, I am. Mm. <laughs> That's like a really super clear one. I hate too. it. Yeah. Most I... of the time, like, they, like, the voices don't, don't, don't even have like a tone. 
you know, know what I mean? Like that yeah. one actually had like you could hear it a tone. Like yeah, a, what's it called? Timber. T- a timber timbre. Yeah. Tom- hmm. We went to music school. <laughs> Tambor, it's Tambor. Tambor, Tambor, Tambor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, continuing. Um, So (laughs) Molly's room um, is one of the most active places in in the house. Um, A man who used to have an office in that part of the house said that he would constantly feel a sense of uneasiness and he felt like he was being watched all the time. Yeah, yeah. People who enter her room also say that they will walk in and feel sick, drowsy, and some people claim that they feel like they are being choked by something. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, during Ghost Adventures, Zach and Aaron are in there, and they pick up a voice that say, let's say, a voice that says, hello. Aaron uh, runs outside, and he's trying to find out if anyone is out there, and no one is. And then you can hearly clear footsteps um, walking. Yeah. And like when, when you watch it, Zach is sitting down and you clearly hear these footsteps walking and it sounds like a high heel. Like how they used to have those um, kind of like character shoes mm-hmm. type deal. It sounds like that. Like you can hear the heel toe. Yeah. Um, And then... The basement, everyone's favorite spot. The basement. Um, the visiting. The, the visiting. <laughs> in the basement, visitors have told stories of their clothes, jewelry, and purses being tugged on. Uh, sometimes your purse may even open and items will go missing. These ghosts out here just stealing stuff. Here they said, dang, that looks nice. They're like, ooh, <laughs> look at this Mary Kay bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Shadow Man is a uh, sweet. <laughs> Shadow Man is just so sweet. <laughs> a Shadow Man is seen quite frequently in the basement, and he's just to know he's known to be this this skinny, tall black mass who's about eight feet tall and he'll just wander around the basement and the staff see him on the regular. They're like kind of used to it. Yeah. Um, so there's a picture. I didn't send it to, to you cause it was during the tour and they showed the picture during the tour mm. that I took via YouTube. And <laughs> there's a picture of this person sitting on a couch in the basement and right next to her, you can see a black mass sitting on the couch as well. <laughs> so that's cute. Uh, Just chilling. Yeah. Ghost Adventures, uh, they captured a lot of unexplained voices in the ba- basement. Um, their cameras that they just keep ro- rolling, um, they set up in every room. And they caught footsteps, voices, weird clinks and clanks. and fun stuff like that the works <laughs> all the works um a lot of their equipment would keep malfunctioning um their cameras would turn on and off batteries that were fully charged would suddenly be drained um and then at the end of their investigation zach and aaron smell sulfur mm. which is to be an indication of a malevolent spirit so an evil one yeah um i don't really know who that could be 
Francis for all we know. That's, yeah, Honestly, that's what I was going to say. I'm not even going to lie about it. Who knows what he was up to? Like, Yeah. And then um, they'll also see revolutionary soldiers and civil war soldiers just roaming around the house Mm. um and yeah that's the haunted sorrel weed house i hate that i (laughs) i'm ready to leave georgia we're packing up our things and getting out of here it's so nice it sounds cute yeah whenever so we did the ghost tour um and i remember I forget the story of the house but something along the lines of this old hag haunts the house i love her <laughs> <laughs> and um my sister i think she's like a sensitive she might not think that but um she's like really in tune to that kind of stuff and interesting she mackenzie and she was horrified of this house and she like I remember like during the tour, she was like her arms were crossed and she was just like staring at the house and she like did not want to go near it. And then another thing um, that was weird about the tour is our tour guide was telling us that um, before people see the old hag, a lot of times they'll see either a black or white cat. I'm not sure if it was black or white. I forget what color the cat was. Okay. Um, But then about two minutes after he said that, we saw a white cat or we saw the color of the cat that was normally seen before you see her and it was it's like one of those things where like this tour guide could not have planned that unless someone was waiting in the alley just the, holding this cat no yeah i was like maybe they just have this cat like on board when, no yeah and they just like it's like so ready to leave that whenever they but, let like, go of it it just runs Either he's a really good actor, but he also was really, really freaked out. And he was like, okay, we're going to continue our tour. And he like scurried us along and he was like, we're getting out of here. So that was really cool. But um, that's the Savannah and it's super haunted. There's more haunted places there. I believe it. Um, We ate at a haunted place. We ate at two haunted places because I made everyone eat there because i'm (laughs) psycho we ate at the moon river brewing company which is super haunted um i think they actually have a sign that says like beware of ghosts or something um and then there's a a house called the pink house and that place is also really really haunted um we ate there one night and it was really good they have really good baked mac and cheese (laughs) That sounds so good right now. I'm it was so lie. good. So if you have a chance to go to Savannah, I definitely recommend you do that. And I recommend that you hit up all the haunted places. Um, Even if you're not into it, it's still a really cool experience, especially from the historical side of things, if you're into history. And Savannah Bags. is one of the cities um, in the United States that has open container. So you can actually drink. You can drink your spooks away you can openly be intoxicated i well actually don't i don't think you can be super intoxicated but you can (laughs) take your can take yourself on a little booze cruise and do not tell the cops that we are the ones that told you you could do please do not But Shannon distinctly told me that I could go on a booze cruise. Them. Who the no, hell ma'am. is Shannon? 
no ma'am you must put the booze away <laughs> and that was savannah that's like really that's spooky and sad that whole thing yeah yeah i hate that especially because like i want to know like the real details behind the like balcony suicide and the hanging like did he push her off the balcony and then was like and was like listen molly you're gonna have to yourself and here's how we're gonna do it so we can cover this little i simply can't have i simply can't have this scandal on my no yeah like like like, well um i didn't mention this because um i don't know why i didn't mention it but you i remembered um the ghost adventures people were doing the spirit box and um, I can't remember if they were doing it in the parlor or in Molly's room, but they did get the word rape. Hmm. I mean, I, if it wasn't, I'm highly doubting it was consensual. So I hope that like, maybe Molly like needs to tell the real story, you know, in get order to there. like be yeah. at rest. I don't know, but like something that's scary I that's hope like, she, it's like just, gets to yeah seriously that's just sad it's just really and sad le- and then i um i keep remembering things now that we're like talking about it um the tour guide that i watched on youtube um <laughs> <laughs> she said that they've had like mediums and stuff come in because they're also trying to figure out what really happened and these mediums are getting conflicting stories hmm so it's like Matilda saying one thing and then Molly saying another thing. And so even in the afterlife. I guess we'll never know. Which is so sad. I feel like Matilda's like, even in the afterlife, I feel like she's still standing up for her husband. Probably. Which is gross. Facts. If your husband's a skis bag, you don't have to stand up for him, and you y'all don't can jot that down. Him. He can stay in limbo for as long as he wants, but <laughs> or actually, he can just stay in limbo for all I care. Ugly, <laughs> ugly. But that was Savannah. Savannah. Ooky, so spooky. Any comments, questions, concerns? I it just, I don't know. Like, definitely not as like deep or horrifying as the lake from last week <laughs> but like this deep one as in <laughs> yeah. the lake is deep <gasps> deep and dark like i feel like <clears throat> the lake just had like every single thing about its history was a mess which i guess this house was literally built on top of a mass grave for a yacht oh for a yard for a war <laughs> is what i wanted to say <laughs> i think savannah in general is built on top of cemeteries yeah not a fan not a fan Spooky. i'm i'm a fan i i, I like the <laughs> but that's just mm. my personal opinion now it's time for city crimes with troy the portion of the show when Troy will tell a silly crime. Okay, so this week, they're not like, <laughs> they're not like. Oh no, they're not silly. <laughs> I mean, they're silly, but not not like in a funny way. They're silly as in like, it's just like silly that this was what's happening. So these, 
these aren't from Georgia or anything, but they are from the same time period. So like, oh thank God. <laughs> late, so like late 1700s um, through like the 1800s, and this is also like not even in America. Um, I found this really, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even gonna be talking about crimes. Hee <laughs> hee. No, we. <laughs> So I I'll found... be telling you all a recipe on tea and crumbs. No, yeah. <laughs> recipe for baked mac and cheese. <laughs> okay. So I found this really interesting thing. So basically, this was like kind of like a form of law enforcement in, I believe, in England in like that um like late 17th through 18th century. Um, and it was called the Bloody Code. That wasn't like its official name, but that was just like kind of. Was that like the name you gave it? Or are you just making up names now? <laughs> this, this is what it was called. Like, this is like a well known like nickname for this time period. And the reason they call it the Bloody Code is because it was just like so gruesome for no reason. Yes. And like, this is, <laughs> this is like where this is where like the silly part comes in because it's kind of like <laughs> dumb laws today but like the like during this time period of the bloody code there was this list of over like 220 quote-unquote crimes that I hope were just you list all of them that were <laughs> <laughs> that were just immediately punishable by death by death yes like hangings and like they were it was like the usual like hanging extravaganza of this time period where people would just like like it was basically like going to the opera except they were hanging people like and people would like gather so good with their vendors yeah with it like <laughs> like need some pop 25 cents with their be like, crumpets it'd be like a half penny at this point probably this is from ranker.com <laughs> But this, these are crimes that were, like, absolutely ridiculous that carried the death penalty at this time. So, being in the company of gypsies for more than a month. Oh, I told you that one already. Not, or, you didn't, you told me, you didn't tell everyone the pod. That's it, yeah, yeah. So, this was basically just, like, the normal, like, prejudice against gypsies, that kind of thing. So, like, I don't know why they set the time period to... A month i guess you were like <laughs> really affected and changed by hanging out with them for a month so like you had to go i think being a gypsy would be cool weren't weren't they just um gypsies were just like travel like they just believe traveled a lot they were like travelers um i feel like this might be wrong because i don't know i don't know why i think this but i feel like they were um like performers and artists yeah and they would just like travel. I, so I know Disney isn't the best historically <laughs> accurate <laughs> depiction, but I know um, in The Hunchback, Esmeralda was a gypsy. Yeah, yeah. And she was artsy and that kind of thing. So I think it was. Just I don't know. I mean, it looks like a fun time to me. I, mean, I think it was just because cool it was like. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just because it was like so. It different. was different. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel oh, like that's God all. forbid. The, <laughs> God forbid the girls be different. <laughs> I feel like that's how all of that came to pass. Like it had like just because they were different and not like to society standards, and they, they were like probably had real talent. No, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> just putting it out there. Crazy. All right. So number two, damaging the Westminster Bridge. 
you would be put to death. <laughs> Strong evidence of malice in a child. Like the kid was just full of malice. <laughs> <laughs> and these are all hanging. Let's see here. I believe so. Let me read. I'll read like the, there's just like a short little blurb under this one. Ooh, okay. It says, um, specifically this capital crime was intended for children between the ages of seven and 14. Like, so it wasn't even like, like it was a very specific age group to prove quote unquote, strong evidence of malice. Prosecutors had to prove that the child didn't have the ability to tell right from wrong. So they just killed them after that, I guess. Um, there's, there's seven. <laughs> no, literally. And it goes on to say that there's no evidence of children on the youngest end of this range actually being executed um, during this bloody quote, bloody code era. Um, but there is a case in 1629, um, which I might look into. Um, John Dean, who was eight or nine years old, and he was executed for arson. <laughs> John probably like accidentally like he probably honestly accidentally dropped a candle or something. No, literally, this was like seven year olds do, and then like the house blew up. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) kill him. (laughs) I would have been hung. We we would have been hung. Facts. We're too. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Um. So they there's like. That, like John, little John Dean was eight or nine. Um, they don't know if anyone was younger, but they do have people older um, between like 12 and 18 who were actually executed for malicious crimes ranging from housebreaking, which I'm assuming is like just like breaking in and like stealing stuff. Breaking into a house? Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and rape and murder. In 1908, the minimum age for execution was raised to 18. <laughs> Yay! That's horrifying. That's like terrifyingly recent. And then my favorite one was this one was just like mm-hmm. this one is very interesting. So you could be literally executed if you were an unmarried mother concealing a stillborn child. What does that mean? Concealing like, a stillborn, so keeping a dead child? That's what I thought too. And I think. Um, or does it mean hiding a pregnancy? No, this actually this is actually talking about like stillborn children, which is like like this is so like so specific. Was it and, a crime to accidentally have a stillborn kid? Because that's not the woman's fault. No, but it was a crime to be unmarried and have a stillborn child. Because so they where was it? Um they probably thought it was some weird. Well, knowing the time period and knowing the religious aspect behind literally everything, they're probably like, oh, your child died because you weren't married when you, when you got pregnant. Well, partially, but the it says this like it literally is if they like don't disclose the information that they had a stillborn child, because if you were unmarried, they assumed that you killed the child. But hold on. That's bold of them. No, but here, because if you were married and had like a stillborn child, you probably didn't kill it. Because if you're married, you're virtuous. And if you're not married, you aren't. Like that's literally like the thought process behind that. So they were hanging women who had stillborns if they didn't tell anyone? I think so. If they were found out. These were all. 
I feel like we need to do a whole ep- episode on like medieval crimes. Period. Period. I don't know when that would happen because that would ruin our alphabet. <laughs> Maybe um, an it- M. Medieval. <laughs> <laughs> then you could also be killed for writing a threatening letter or killing a young tree. <laughs> <laughs> Not the trees. The trees. Moving on to Amelia Dyer. Why am I getting so emotional? I literally read this before this. She would take. This is why um, you don't do the stories. (laughs) She would take like the babies that were born to like penniless Victorian mothers. Mm -hmm. like, And like she would pay them for these kids. Like in Les Mis. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> she would take these kids or like these literal infants from penniless Victorian mothers who were basically like forced to give up their children. Like they like they were so poor. Oh, actually, very interesting. They were basically forced to give their offspring to these quote unquote baby baby farmers to like for a fee. And it was due to like social stigma of the time. I just don't like the name baby. Farmers. No, yeah, that's a, like disgusting. So um, wait, did she just like? So did she kill them, or did she just take yeah. them and then give them away? No, she like yeah. So she would take these babies. Um, so her and like baby farmers, just in general. I'm gonna throw up. Why and- did I want to sing the farmer song? I don't know which song you're talking about, and I don't think I want Baby to. Baby farmers. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> if it was bad, you wouldn't be laughing. You know what? You're right. I I mean, I'm a, a terrible person. I never said I wasn't. Me too. <laughs> um, so these baby farmers would like basically increase their profits and income by just like letting these children die. I guess because like, oh, this one's gone. Now we have room for they, 10 more babies. I wonder like, if they collected some sort of pension. If it was kind of like an orphanage and they collected like oh, government would buy something or maybe. someone, a church or like something would give. That's or a good point. Might have, this is going to sound awful. They might have sold them to science something like they're the possibilities are endless i'm sorry but the name farmer if no yeah like that sounds something like they are the fact that that's what they're calling them (laughs) they would like just let these kids die um and this says either just like from straight up neglect or like sedating them with opium syrup so that was like, I guess, the norm, quote unquote, norm for baby farmers. But Amelia Dyer had her own methods. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> um. So she just this this what page literally says? She casually strangled babies after taking them off their mother's hands and dumping the little bodies in the Thames. So I don't know if she did this like in front of the mothers. I don't think that would be a good look for her. I mean, it's not a good look in general, but I don't yeah. think it would be a good look if these mothers saw it. Because then, couldn't they just go tell? I, well, I mean, they needed the money. They needed the money. Oh, shit. 
and also they would probably get like killed there for killing a kid like you know what I mean like selling your child I feel like she definitely how you said these whip women paid Amelia no take... the mothers get paid oh the mothers get so what are they doing with the bait okay go continue. this is go ahead this is this is a, yeah. this is a dumb crime. <laughs> no, yeah, like the- <laughs> this crime makes zero sense. <laughs> no, so like the that's why the mothers gave that their kids up because the. Let's read this. <laughs> well, now no. I'm now you're confused. Was no. I right? <gasps> no, the and that's why. So that's how. Because like the mom is like, I can't afford to have this kid but I can give you five pounds right now to take this kid off my hands. That's what I thought it was. Cause that makes more sense in my head as a baby farmer to Disgusting. the mothers come and pay and say, I can't take care of my kid. Can you take care of them? And yeah. then they're like, yeah. And then they don't no. want to take care of the kids either. Either. No, no, that's horrifying. Yeah. So in conclusion, I was just confused as usual. <laughs> in conclusion, we were both confused. Okay. We worked together. But we stopped, we problem solved. Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum. Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> um, I'm staying in. <laughs> Don't take this from me. <laughs> um, but so Amelia apparently is estimated to have killed hundreds of infants before she hanged for her crimes okay that girl deserved it facts facts okay to be able to just kill a baby they don't do anything (laughs) (laughs) sit there and they cry and like me too but (laughs) i mean i (laughs) i'm basically an infant i can just talk you put it that you know what so true (laughs) so true bestie so a tiff this is about kate webster and i'm just going to read exactly what this webpage says because i don't remember this one great A tiff between an employer and her maid led to one of victorian britain's most sensational crimes in 1879 (laughs) i love Um, the headline (laughs) the maid in question was kate webster who had been taken on by a widow named julia martha thompson in richmond surrey (laughs) their rows became increasingly melodramatic until the day an enraged webster pushed oh that's right pushed thomas down a flight of stairs before throttling to her death she then oh (laughs) she then chopped up her employer with a carving knife and boiled the body parts to prevent her from being identified (laughs) so the maid who the person who was taken in by this family yeah pushed this lady down the stairs yeah somehow the lady died falling down the stairs yeah the grand staircase the grand staircase <laughs> could you imagine that's so dramatic no literally. oh i'm falling oh <laughs> i'm falling down the grand staircase <laughs> and then kate funny. webster comes up with a knife and is like don't worry baby i'll take care of you and just chops her <laughs> to worry, shit you're fine. and boils her like <laughs> That must have been a really hefty fall. Yeah. Because I have fallen down steps before. (laughs) Backwards. (laughs) And I'm fine. (laughs) And I'm fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Stairs are really hard. 
hard, maybe steep, but maybe also like stony. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Maybe she didn't push her down the stairs at all. She just made it look like. How do we know mm. she pushed her down the stairs if she chopped up her body, mm. ma'am? Interesting. Well, please. She was apprehended Crap. after eventually. the boiling. Yeah. Okay. Um, and after <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> she apparently became instantly infamous, and stories were even spread about her that she'd kept her victims fat and tried to sell it as dripping. Question mark? That's a bold move. That's some Sweeney Todd bullshit. Yeah, literally. Which oh, I'm not saying I'm not here for that, but <laughs> here's where I came up with that 30 years later thing, but it was 130 years later. Um that the her employer, the Thomas woman, her skull was accidentally discovered after 130 years. It was an accident um on land owned by Sir David Attenborough. So the girl who committed the crime was already dead before this happened. Oh yeah. So did was she hung? It doesn't say. Or did they not find out? It says she was eventually apprehended. Yeah, but then 130 years later, they found like the woman's skull that she boiled. So how they know it's hers? I don't know. I yeah. Unless I it was like the same land that this house was on, because it was also 130 years later. So I don't know how they figured that out back then. I don't either. Well, that was exciting. I'm glad I got to learn about baby farmers today. You're so welcome. I know it's exactly what you asked for when you said find some silly crimes from the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even want to give you an outro today because it it. I don't know what the outro would be. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Rate, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Murder Road Trip Pod. Send Shannon your spooky stories at murderrt at gmail.com. Stay tuned every Sunday for a new episode, including spooks and laughs and jokes that should probably not be on air but we're gonna do it anyway <laughs> just <laughs> kidding we're not we that find bad. them hilarious <laughs> remember there's always someone out there who's worse than us and just keep that in mind please <laughs> please <laughs> for the love of god please <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> bye bye <laughs> <laughs>